Hi, hello, welcome to Spirit Led Women. I'm your host, Katie Coverline, and I hope after today's episode, you are so freaking inspired, girl, and on fire to go build your business and your life with the Holy Spirit as the foundation. Let's dive right in. Girl, 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 when is the last time you deeply connected with Jesus in prayer? I want you to think about, I'm not just talking about coming to him when your life is good. I'm talking about like, when is the last time you deeply felt the presence of God in your car while you were in the shower, while you were making food, whatever it is, the connection to heaven is through prayer. The connection to heaven is through prayer. You have access to heaven through your prayers. Do y'all realize that? Some of us, like, I don't know about you, but I don't want no surface level, like, anything. If I'm going to have access to anything strong, I want access to heaven, and I have that through prayer. I want you to know how important prayer is. One, if I try to go a day without prayer, that is literally like trying to get in my car and not have any gas and drive down the road. It's not going to function. I'm going to need help. I'm going to get stressed out. Connection to heaven is through prayer. Okay, so I don't know if you need a little like spunk or a little daily reminder, but you don't have to go to Jesus and just talk to him about, oh God, I'm really struggling with this. Talk to him about anything. Talk to him about grudges on your heart. Talk to him about, you know, desires you have on your heart. You can talk to him about anything because guess what? He already knows, sis. He already knows. He formed you in your mother's womb. Have I said that on every freaking episode? I think so. He has formed you in your mother's womb. And guess what? He knows what's going to happen tomorrow. He knows what your life's going to look like in five years, 10 years. He already knows. He's the author and finisher of your life. So can you please just up that prayer game to the next level and just give it all to him? I just told you, you have access to heaven. All right? I want to read you... um, The Bible is the key to life, okay? I'm going to tell you something. I'm a big self-development junkie. I got all the books right here in my office. I have Shoe Dog. I have, you know, Crush It. I have Damon John. I have Believe It by the co-founder of It Cosmetics. I have all the books in here from Entrepreneur. But you know what I can't get out of any of these books? I can't get access to heaven. The only way I can get access to heaven in a relationship with my Savior is by prayer and opening my Bible and welcoming him into my world, welcoming him into my heart and my life. And can I tell you something without you being thinking I'm a big weirdo? I'm going to tell you something because I feel like I want to share my personal life with you. I am seeing him firsthand and I like want to cry right now. And this has nothing to do with my business. This has everything to do with my personal life. I feel him and I see him working miracles in my house and in my life that like I'm talking like I got on my knees the other night and prayed okay I am being so personal right now I got on my knees and prayed to God about something and I swear to you God is not my genie God is not anything God is not oh God I want this give me that but I came to him with what was on my heart and I'm telling you I woke up the next day and it was restored what you are struggling with, I'm telling you, the Bible says, I make all things new. I need to get it through some of your guys' heads that this is the word of God. This isn't a cute Pinterest 
quote. This isn't just a cute little tale that you read your kids at night with those little Bible study books. This is your access to heaven. This is a relationship with your creator. Like I just said, is the author and finisher of your life. And I want you to ask yourself, when is the last time you got on your knees and you just talked to him and asked him and were brave enough to say, I need you. I don't just need you in my life and in my marriage, God, but I need you here. I need you right here because I'm struggling here and I can't do it on my own, God, and I need you. He is on the other side. He is sitting in heaven right now like, sis, I sent the Holy Spirit 2,000 years ago on earth. Thank you for finally accessing it. That's been, that's been there for you your whole life. And you're trying to carry all this adulting on your own. You're trying to carry all of this weight on your own. And I sent that Holy Spirit just for this reason, through prayer, through connection, to have access to heaven. And if I'm going to send my prayers up anywhere, they ain't going to the universe, sis. They're going to the creator of the universe, okay? Um, I want to read you this Bible verse because I think it is so powerful because I'm telling you the Bible is not overwhelming. Some of it is, but some of my favorite books to read, I'm reading through Corinthians right now. And I think it was written by the apostle Paul. He is like an OG in the Bible. All right. He has wrote a lot of books and in Corinthians, Corinthians really teaches us how to have a foundation of life. Okay. I don't want a foundation that's like artificial, like miss me with the artificial confidence. Thank you. I want a foundation that is steady and strong. And I can't think of any other words, steady and strong. I don't want artificial confidence. I don't want confidence that's going to fade. I want lasting confidence. Give me some of that. Okay. 1 Corinthians 6, 19. It says, do you not know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives within you? whom you have received as a gift from God, you are not your own. I'm going to read that to you one more time. Do you not know that your body is the temple, the very sanctuary of the Holy Spirit who lives inside of you, whom you have received as a gift from God, you are not your own. I just told you the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. I don't know what you're doing right now, but I need you to grasp that. I need you to grasp the fact that Jesus Christ, the Holy Spirit, the anointed one, the Messiah lives inside of you. Soak that in for a second. Why are you trying to carry all this on your own? Okay. I don't want, and I don't expect to build a lasting, strong marriage without Jesus in the center of it. I don't expect to raise my kids and live and create the best versions of them and watch their mom just not dominate life. Oh, look how busy I was. Look how successful I was. But my mother taught me patience. My mother didn't preach leadership. She lived out leadership. My mother was the example of a Proverbs 31 woman. Yeah, my mom, yeah, my mom, she, she was happy, but my mom lived out what the Bible taught us. My mom was an example of how to love, how to serve, how to give, Y'all, we need to open up the bigger picture because I'm going to be the first one to tell you I've built a social media business the last decade, and sometimes it's exhausting. Not the business building, but getting on social media. Oh my gosh, it's like a love-hate relationship. I love it because I can connect with you. I love it because we can grow together and we can watch each other evolve, but I hate it because there are so many people idolizing self 
I don't like everyone is just obsessed with themselves and you do a dance and it goes viral and there's so much validation and it's like, wait, how is this impacting our kids? How is this leading to generational impact? How is a 45 second cute dance leading to breaking generational curses? How is this validation from an app? I say this all the time, but I ain't seeking none of it. That is artificial confidence. I don't want any surface level confidence. My confidence comes from who God says that I am, okay? I'm opening up my planner right now because I'm about to read you some Bible verses. Any Bible verse I read that it impacts, it goes in my planner, okay? So let's go to August. What did I write down? Okay, a couple things I want to say to you. Grace is favor and a spiritual blessing. You are saturated in grace, not because you deserve it, but because it's a spiritual blessing that you have already been given. I saw this on Instagram and I want to live my life by it. I'm known in the kingdom of heaven and feared in the kingdom of hell. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We live in a generation, you guys, where four out of every 10 millennials don't believe the enemy, the devil is real. They don't believe he's real. He isn't just a little fictional, red-faced Halloween character. He is real and he is looking for someone to devour. It tells us in scripture that he roars around. These are God's words, not mine. He roars around like a hungry lion looking to devour someone. Baby, that's your dream. That's your heart. That's your confidence. That's your business. That's your marriage. That's your that's your insane your your saneness. He comes to take it away. He is the father of all lies. And I'm here to tell you that this world isn't just about, oh, how great and pretty and successful can I be? We are in a spiritual warfare. There are spirits, and I'm gonna get very biblical with you because some of y'all need to know that there are spirits out there from hell and they come to devour you. But God says, baby, I come in to give you an abundant life in me. I come to give you joy, peace, love, kindness, humility, an abundance of love, an abundance of joy. Joy is everlasting. Joy isn't based on circumstances, okay? So I need you to understand that there are there are spirits. It tells us in scripture, says the battle is not against flesh. It's the spiritual warfare. It is the, 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 the evil spirits of the world that come and steal people's hearts and dreams. And God wants to use you in, way, in ways beyond your wildest dreams. I'm not trying to sound cheesy, but I'm saying some of you right now, you have cookbooks that are going to be bestsellers. You have your name right now when you walk in Barnes and Noble, New York Times bestselling author. Some of you have six-figure blogs with your name on it. Some of you are going to be building the kingdom while building your network marketing business at the same time. Some of you have you have so many gifts inside you and if you would stop listening to the enemy and what he says, he's coming after your dream. If he knows that dream's going to make you happy, if he knows your vision is bigger than yourself and you're going to impact so many other people, honey, the the thieves don't break into empty houses. They break into the big ones. They break into the ones that are filled with, with gold and silver and jewelry and luxury. He's coming to you because you aren't empty. You're filled with so much stuff. And he's like, Ooh, I can't be having her take her confidence to the next level. I need you to say, you don't got a hold of me no more. You're not getting a hold of my mindset. 
You're not getting a hold of anything anymore because I am a child of God. I am a daughter of the most high king. Hashtag Instagram bio right there. You are a daughter of the most high king. Can you start walking like it? Can you just start walking like it, please, okay? Your unbelief is blocking your blessing, baby. You serve a limitless God. Do we need to go back to the Old Testament and like break out these Bible stories because the same God who shut the mouths of lions, yes, Daniel, was it Daniel? Okay, Daniel got thrown in a pit of lions. The lion's mouths closed. The Old Testament, oh my gosh, like can we just break out some stories right now? The Old Testament, Jonah and the whale. Jonah tried to run from God. God said, go here. Jonah said, nope, I'm going the other way. God still saved him and prepared him and used him. But Jonah tried to run away. And when Jonah was on the boat and he was trying to run away from where God told him to go to, Long story short, the people threw him off the boat. God said, I'm going to scoop you up in a whale, spit you out on the beach. Three days later, you need to go where I told you to go. How many of you are running away from what God has called you to do because you're scared? And he's like, I already promised you the land. I already promised you the blessing. I already promised you this. What more validation do you need? Honestly, what more validation do you need? You serve a limitless God. Do I need to go get my my eight-year-old's Bible book and remind you of the God you serve? Because when I read him his nighttime Bible stories, um, it is a limitless God. No limits. No limits. Stop putting limits on him, okay? God will breathe life on the vision he gave you if you do the work. I'm going to say that again. God will breathe what I say? God will breathe on the vision he gave you if you go and do the work. He's going to require you to get you uncomfortable. If you got a six-figure dream, he's going to require you to show up a little bit more than the average person, okay? If he has you brewing up some ideas in your heart, he gave you those desires. Don't you think you owe him the decency to step out of your comfort zone and start serving those desires on your heart? I'm not talking about the desires of man's approval and how good can I look, but how great can you be to show how big your God is? When people come to my page, when they find my podcast, when they find my social media, I don't want them to be like, oh, I want to have what she has. I want them to be like, oh my gosh, give me that faith. Give me that muscle of faith that you have. I want a godly marriage. I want kingdom principles in my household. I want to raise my kids and live out these Bible verses. Go and open the the freaking first testament of the Bible. Look how God used Moses. Look at how God used all these people, all these great people. Ruth, she went from working in the field to marrying the man who owned the field. Because she was loyal and a hustler and consistent and faithful and had the needs of other people's before hers. Go read Ruth. It's literally like four pages long. Ruth will get you in your feels. Ruth lost her husband and then traveled and ended up like, you got, I can't even get into Ruth. But she went from working in the fields to owning the fields. Proverbs 31 woman, the OG boss, okay? She was not out here getting drunk, looking for people's praise. She, her husband boasted of her. Her children loved her. She was buying and selling land, okay? She was in her bag, but she was very in her Bible. She was living out loud of what a woman should be. Kindness flowed on her tongue. She did not idolize self-pity or gossip, okay? 
there are so many examples in the Bible of how to live our life and live big, bold lives. And we can't do that if we're looking for the approval of other people, okay? I'm going to tell you this one more time because I need you to soak it in. Your unbelief is blocking your blessing. You serve a limitless God. God will breathe life on the vision if you do the work. He gave you the vision. Heaven is trying to breathe over your vision and you're blocking it with your insecurity. Heaven is trying to breathe life over the next thing he wants to do in you. But you're like, oh God, I don't want to change. I'm real comfortable. And he's like, I already have it prepared for you. I already have it laid out for you. Would you just move out of your own way so I can be the miracle worker in your next season? I'm trying to do some miracles in your heart, in your life, in your bank, in your health, in your marriage, in your family, in your business, but you're blocking it because you don't think I'm limitless. He is a limitless God, okay? And I just told you the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Access to heaven right now. Talk to him. Pray to him. Don't you owe him that? Like not just a little 20 second prayer on the way to work, but continuously praying. Have you watched The Chosen? Have you seen how many times it tells us in scripture and you can see it on The Chosen? Jesus literally left the disciples and they're like, Jesus, where are you going? He's like, I'm going to be alone with my father. Jesus went and sat in prayer with his father. He devoted time for prayer. It was that important to him. And if I'm gonna lead like Jesus and love like Jesus and build like Jesus, I'm gonna pray like him too.